You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Good afternoon, listeners. Welcome back to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. I'm here with Miss Heather, Miss Angela, and I am Stephanie. And today we're discussing a documentary that I saw on Amazon Prime. It's called Great Wealth. And I found it pretty fascinating in the fact that it was discussing the influence of seeing others um, having so much, doing so much, has allowed us to get invested in people we don't know, in people that normally maybe we wouldn't even know of, and and what it's done to our psyche, what it's done to our self-worth, what it's done to our behaviors, in that now we're trying to, to emulate or keep up in things that tend to get out of control and, and, and will bring us wither financial ruin, debt, um, um, body dysmorphia, um, uh, the self-worth issues of, I, I can't be as good as them because they're doing X, Y, Z. They, you know, they, they've have these credentials. It's just nonstop comparison. And so I was looking at it and just not in life. I mean, we could all look around our world and see where we are um, affected by it. Really see the, the resemblance or not the resemblance, the, the effect that it has on our spiritual work as well, because, a lot of times when we're starting off and we're learning something, i.e. Uh, Reiki, uh, or you're doing um, you know, crystal knowledge, or you're working with angels, psychic, intuitive work, we tend to think we are always falling short if we don't have as many credentials as the person teaching us, or the person who's our friend, or the one who's traveled, you know, to a different country and had a, you know, a shamanism experience, or the person that has more crystals. It's just never ending. And so I was wondering with you ladies. Have you been affected by that? If so, how have you healed that so that that is not your focus anymore, that you're following your path for your own knowledge, for your own healing, and not worrying or comparing yourself to what others before you have done? Yeah. Yes. The short answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I will be feeling really empowered and like I'm really helping and just feeling good about things. And then I'll watch a Sandra Walter video and I'll think I'm not doing anything for whatever reason, this poor woman I pinned on her, like, why can't I do what she does? And and in my less ego-driven moments, I clearly get we are not on the same path, like clearly, like, but I'm so impressed by how her newsletters help me and how she helps others that um, I, I really admire the impact she's made it's it's for the better on this world and so then I think I can't help but think okay well but she does it this way so you know if I want to make an impact like that then I guess I have to do it that way and that's just not who I am so yes long-winded way of saying um you know there are times where I can't even read her newsletter because I know I'll go into comparison 
Mm. And that's me not taking a stand for what I have done mm. and, and me not honoring that my impulses are just as valid in how I mm-hmm. want to live my life and express my path, that they're just as valid as hers are. And to, if I was healthy 24 seven, I would see her success as validation that you can go your own way and make it because she's definitely was out in the woods for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, on her own. I think that's one of the reasons why I admire her so much is she was just having her message all by herself. And it's just in the past 10 years or so, maybe I'm making this up, but as far as my awareness of her, where other people have really caught on, she's got quite a following. So, um, you know, I know how I should react when I see her success in the newsletter, but I, I'd be lying if I said I always reacted that way. I'm always level checking. You know, it reminds me when you say that, especially, um, I had, I had a lovely heart to heart talk with my, my spirit guides one time about that. And, and so, and it kind of came up as you were talking right now of, um, you're comparing yourself at what the six years you've been on your spiritual path or so, right? Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Full-time hardcore. Well, imagine Sandra Walter when she was only six years into her path. And we we're always logical. That's really yeah. smart. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. And so it's like, do you do we really think Sandra Walter was where we're at right now? And I was like, I don't feel like we were like she was. Like she was just kind of getting going, what, 25, 30 years ago? And yeah, she, yeah, she was one of the the first ones, the first waivers. So in order to be where she's at right now. And yet here we are comparing ourselves to somebody that's on the path that's been on it for like 25 years or so. So, you know, for our listeners, when you start comparing yourself to somebody who's been on the path for so long, also remember where they were at only six years into their path. And so, and for me, definitely compare. mm -hmm, Yep. Yep. Spiritual FOMO over here. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, spiritual FOMO for me. That's good. You, you, you see it, you admit it. You know, in, in the past, you would have heard about your mentors through reading their book or maybe that occasional TV show. Um, Sally Jesse, uh, Phil, what's his name? What's his? Bill Donahue, right? <laughs> but right, I mean, maybe a PBS, you know, unless you were lucky enough to go see some, you know, right? But unless you were lucky enough to see a person uh, in person, but nowadays, you know, because of media, of social mm-hmm. media, you know, you watch YouTube, that's true. You hear podcasts. You are in their life. You are constantly aware of what they're doing, and for the most part, I'm. I can't say for sure that not all of them are just showing you their good stuff. But have you seen, you know, uh, Sandra Walters or anyone have a crisis when they cussed out someone, maybe cut in front of them or when they're having a bad day. So Mm -hmm. we don't see the other side of it. We only see the perfection, almost like celebrities and what have you, their hair's always come. They look great. You know, the family's always perfect. And so we're seeing a one-sided version of them and we're seeing maybe too much of them in, Mm -hmm. in a certain sense. And so how, how, how can we not fall short? We're thinking that's real because it looks real. We feel it's real, but it's, it does a, you know, a misjustice to us in that 
we're not seeing the whole picture. And uh, in that, this is where our behavior is affected by thinking that it comes easy, number one for them, because they always look like they can speak and they can, and, and they can do, they're going to performances or teaches, teaching, they're writing book after book. I mean, who's got time for all this? And yet they yeah. can juggle it. They're doing it. Everything's great. And the reality is, I guess if you had cameras following them literally, and it was honest, maybe in a lot of cases, not maybe in all, but maybe in a lot of cases, they wouldn't be that special person that, you know, you think they are because you'd see the humanness of them. Mm-hmm. And so how, how do we, with, with FOMO, like you mentioned, Heather, how do you get around it? How do you get through it? How do you get to a place where you're okay, not having 27 years and only having, you know, 10, not having all these credentials and having what you have and feeling that's good for Heather. That's good in this moment. How do I get through that? Mm-hmm. How, what, how, what makes you feel better? How, how do you thrive through it? So recently I just, I just say, this is a misperception on my part. And then I wind up forgiving myself because, you know, yeah, that's what I've been doing recently as it, as everything's revealing itself right now. I'm just like, oh, you know what? This is just a misperception of how I thought it was Mm -hmm. instead of how, what I felt it was, you know, and that's how that's how I make myself feel better. I make myself feeling better just by saying this is a misperception and I forgive myself because it's not the misperception is that we we forgot the truth of who we are. And that's all it is. I like that. I've um been doing the classic work with your inner child and I um have been really enjoying that especially with um with the I had just sort of a very emotional weekend because I was on some medicine that um did not work well with my system um and throughout it all I just imagined my little seven-year-old self and I just kept telling her I love you I love you and everything we're thinking right now isn't true and even if it was true even if everything we thought is true I love you and I'm literally having this conversation that could probably qualify me as being crazy because I'm like literally talking as if I'm she's there. But I have to say it really helped really just standing in my own corner on it. Because when I feel really good about myself, I don't compare myself to anybody. I'm really happy. I remember um, my sister calling me after uh, my first day of the honeymoon, right? So I'm just like cloud nine. And I had loved my wedding. I loved my wedding. And and she was checking in on me to see how, if we got to Sedona. And then she said, so, you know, so-and-so. Like she gave me a little bit of gossip around the difficult aunt. Um, and it couldn't even land because I was like, I don't care. I had a great day. I, okay, if she was being pissy like that, great. Okay, it just couldn't land. It couldn't stick because I was so in love it was fine. And that's when we're with the divine, right? It's all love. So when you're really feeling connected, there is no comparing. You're just happy for yourself, happy for others. So all of that to say, um, when I do get into these moments of comparing, I, I do try to work with that small child. And then I also try to remember if you're feeling this way, you're not feeling connected. It's, it's akin to what Heather was saying. It's like, 
you're not feeling connected. We both know we are connected. So how mm-hmm. can we work not on being like the person that we're comparing ourselves to, but how can we work on feeling connected, which has nothing to do with that person? Because you could, that person could, in the next moment, teleport off the planet and then you'll find somebody else to compare yourself with. So it's not about the other person. But if you can work on that connection and see maybe the, the comparing as, ooh, okay, fun little, uh, fun little flag waving, um, it's time to reconnect. Instead of seeing it as, uh, I'm doing it again, or, uh, oh, cool, I didn't realize the tank was getting so low. It's time to refill connectedness. And I'm, gl- and I'm glad, like using the FOMO word, you know, that Heather brought up, like you said, it, it doesn't matter the person because it sometimes it's not even with the person. It's with the societal thought process, i.e. an example would be when you're, if, say you're doing any mindful work and everyone, and, and everyone, the word is out there. You could read it, you could see it. And you even brought it up, Sedona. Oh, have you been to Sedona? Oh, you haven't been to a vortex. Oh, you haven't experienced this. Oh no, you got to get, you know, we, 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 we feed people. You've got to do this. Uh, do you have a sound bowl? You don't have a sound bowl? No, no, no. You, you've got to have a sound bowl. You got to get this for your meditation. Do you sage? We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. You know, how many crystals do you have? And, and these are not even people, but it's that ideology that you need to have all these tools, these pieces, these things so that you can be right so that you can be and have an experience what the other people are experiencing and it's so easy to get caught up with that especially in the earlier stages you know you, you, there's certain books you got to read there's certain things you got to do so and again like you say it's it's that fomo that if we don't do it that way we're going to miss something we're we're, we're not going to get the full experience so how now that you're past that and you're passed from all, like you say, pop circumstance, all the tools, all the things. Where in your life right now do you feel there's still that gap you would like to to work on? Um, aside from Sandra Walter's way of being, is there a certain experience that you're trying to attain? Is there something you need to see? Is there something you need to feel that other people have said you should? Honestly, not. I'm just going to say not from what other people have said, Mm -hmm. but I know today I kept on seeing like the one, one, ones. And I'm like, what does Heather want? I'm like, I want to see the divine. I want to see, I wanted to see the divine in everyone. I want to see the divine in, in humanity. I want to see how God sees us. Mm. Yeah. I think that I love that. That's, that's wonderful. That's great. And that's on, on your own. <laughs> on, and that's something you created for yourself. You know, I, I like that. That's kind of taking control and that's creating your desire, which is divine based, love based, mm-hmm. not because anyone said that's what you need to do. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's usually a sign that I'm being impatient mm. or I'm bored. Mm-hmm. It's not that anything's wrong in the world, mm-hmm. it's that mm-hmm. I'm being impatient. Mm-hmm. And so then I start to think, well, if I did it this way, maybe I have already accomplished this. Or, you know, just like I remember for a while when I was first sort of coming online, I think I've shared it with you before. Most mornings, my husband would get up first and I'd keep my eyes closed and I, I would ask him to turn on the lights, and the lights would trigger 
even though my eyes were closed, I would see these light shows. Like I can't even begin to describe them. And then one time I actually saw a pen, an old quill, just like creating all this like parchment, like writing, writing, writing. And it's like clear as day vision going on. Another time I saw um, what turned out to be light language. I couldn't figure out what why I couldn't recognize the, the letters. So I was having these incredible spiritual moments in the morning, right? The fireworks. But so often by the afternoon, it was like business as usual. And I think, why am, you know, when am I going to make progress? Forgetting like, hello, like this miracle is happening in the morning. So that's a tendency I think we all have is you start to acclimate to where you're at. Ambijam talks a lot about that, about, you know, you make this leap, you, you grow, and then you get used to it. And you... Mm-hmm get impatient again and then you start comparing yourself again so for me it's a sign of impatience it's a sign that again i'm not feeling connected go back to the connection because if i'm truly connected it it does not matter what anybody else is doing because when i'm truly connected there is nobody else we're all the same person or they're all the same thing whatever you want to call it um did i answer the question Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right no, oh, you did. What about in cases in, in an example of, of course, what you're working on now with grace healing, do you have any um, expectations of yourself where you put that pressure on yourself that it should be X, Y, Z now, or you've got to help so many people. I mean, how are you working through that and not comparing yourself to, you know, what you think you should accomplish and yet what you're actually doing in, in, in the now? Well, I drive Heather crazy. That's an outlet. <laughs> that's how that goes. That's, that's an outlet for me. Um, honestly, that's why I went into therapy because mm-hmm. I knew grace healing was super important to me. And I know when I get to a certain level of success or whatever, then suddenly I'm inspired to do something else and I walk away or, you know, it just, I, I know myself. And so I found, I kept, going to different therapists until I found the right one. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do this anymore. I want to heal this. So, you know, me, I'm always the mental and the emotional. So I went the therapy route, just like acknowledging and surrendering that if I, that I do that, I sabotage myself to stay small. And if I had been able to figure it out, I would have figured it out by now. And I haven't. And grace is too important to me to have that sabotaged and and you know working with Heather Delmi is too important to me if I was going to start doing that about the podcast because you guys are equally well it's the same Heather but you Stephanie are, are yeah just as important this project is just as important so if I started to feel like I was going to sabotage this I would have started therapy for that too so for me it's it's surrendering and getting help how about you Heather have you had any mm, I have And I, in this whole, this whole process that I'm doing, I actually, I just, I said, I have concerns uh, about Grace Healing Group. And then I would write every fear that I've ever had working with Angela and Delmi, every fear that would come up across the board from, you know, not having enough people signing up, Mm -hmm. whatever I could think of, I wrote all my fears down. And then I wrote all my guilt every single thing and everything that was a core belief from anger frustration fear doubt 
self-loathing and hatred, anything that you can think of. I, I wrote it down and then I just looked at it and said, this is, this is a misperception that I believed, whether from this lifetime or a past lifetime that I believe this and it's, and that's what it is. It's just a misperception. And then I wind up forgiving myself. And then that that's when I step in and say, my attack thoughts are attacking my invulnerability because at the core of me, I'm invulnerable. So I know that all of this is a misperception, all the fear, all the, all the doubt, all the guilt, all a misperception because I wound up believing it. And so, and then it just kind of releases because I surrendered it. I surrendered all my fear, all my doubt. Very good. Well, you know, a a perfect example is just uh, what we're doing here in our podcast. You know, if one is going to try to compare to a successful, I listen to a lot of podcasts and there's a lot of successful ones. There's a lot, I don't know if they're successful or not, but they put out, you know, a regular, I don't have their numbers. They put out a regular uh, podcast regularly. It seems to be good contents. They, they talk like they have a lot of people, but it's very easy to, I've seen on some of the podcasts where I go and I do a search and I'm put in something and I'll, and you'll, you'll get a podcast name and you can see how many uh, episodes they've had. And, you know, you can see the ones that have had longevity year, two, three, 12, and then some that just showed they had three podcasts or, you know, they had you know, four episodes, that's it. And you've got to wonder in a case is a person then if they don't get that instant success or they don't get the numbers they think they need, that's it. They quit. And in that is that loss in that for all of it, for all three of us, we've discussed this. Well, absolutely. We would love success. We would love to reach people out there. We would love to have communication back with our listeners. We'd like to feel like we're making a difference, but the underlying, I think real goal for all of us is that we enjoy working and speaking with each other. We find healing in what we're doing mm-hmm. and we know it's not only affecting all three of us, we believe it to be affecting others out there, but the goal is not to have a certain number. If that was the case, I don't know, maybe we would be more successful. Maybe we wouldn't have lasted this long, right? Because it's a very hard thing to try to, again, to be something that someone else is, i.e. a different Uh, Mm -hmm. a successful podcast. And so I wonder for anyone, you know, starting anything, if you're going to go into it with this expectation that you need to have it look a certain way or to have the results or the outcome, then perhaps, you know, you shouldn't even start it in the beginning because you're, you're, your goal is based on, okay, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying from, for me, Mm -hmm. if, if, the goal like would have been like, you know, we're going to give this, you know, one year. And if we don't have X, Y, Z, you know, like a thousand, you know, two, 10,000 listeners, then, you know, that's all the time we're going to invest. And that wasn't our strategy. And if we would have had that, we would have missed, you know, these many years and this many growth yeah, is what I'm saying. Exactly. For for us, our, our intention was different. And so I wonder for people who say if they want to be intuitive and if they don't, you know, have uh, so many successful uh, readings or conversations that they're not meant to be it. And that's not true. Or if you have meditation and you, you don't, you keep falling asleep and you don't have this out of body experience and you, you're, you know, you don't get it. So you quit because it doesn't add up to what other people's experiences are. It cuts us short, right? It just, it, it, that comparison is, is such a derailment and how 
do we encourage people to do it for yourself, do it for your own results? You know, it may flourish and be bigger than you can imagine, but it may just stay small, but it's still your experience. Mm -hmm. I think you have to look at your motivation. I remember um, taking a crystal class and just kind of asking the teacher, like, I'm, am I getting this? Like, I, I feel like, cause I was with two other people and they had been doing it for 30 years. Mm -hmm. And then she just, she didn't even answer. She's just like, oh, I don't get it. Like she just started mocking me. I was like, okay. What? Oh yeah. no. No, 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 no. It I was launched. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It was hilarious. Cause her point was you've been doing this for two weeks and you're comparing yourself against people who literally do it professionally and just came in for a brush up. So of course not. <laughs> um, but my motivation was ego driven, right? I'm not, I don't, I don't like being the dumb person in the class. I don't like the fact that I can't, um, it was in this class that one of the fellow students was like, you're not going to do that because you're clairsentient. You know things, right? That nobody else told you. I'm like, yeah. And she goes, yeah, that's spirit talking to you. It was just kind of like, oh, okay. I was having spirit talk to me. It just it wasn't looking as cool as the guy who was like, oh yeah, this rock talked to me and it had to be part of the grid. I was like, wait, what? Rocks aren't talking to me. Wait, what? Am I not getting this? I was all ego driven, yeah. you know? And the point at that moment wasn't, uh, the question wasn't that I was asking, was it really how do I connect more so that I can be as powerful as these? It was, I How feel left like behind them. and I've been doing this for two weeks and I do yeah, not I've have tried. validation. <laughs> I feel I've gone down the wrong path. It's like, you haven't even got to the path yet. You're looking at it. You're that's, still on the porch. That's why it's so important to create your own vocabulary with spirit oh. and yourself. Yeah. So important. Oh God. And, and we tell that to our healers all the time. And I remember training people in the hospital and just being like, What'd you get? What'd you get? Because that spirit talking to you, I don't care if it's a twitch in your hip or the classic, I thought of a purple butterfly. It's like spirit is talking to you. You just need to figure it out. Um, but that's a sidebar. So really it's like, what's your motivation? Okay. If you're comparing, it's probably your ego. You're probably, you know, having a bit of a temper tantrum and that's okay. And it's, it's so, if we go back to the money order, you know, it's so capitalist consumerism version of anything that we like. Um, if you, if you take our spiritual work, there's so many things constantly be, if you're, if you're following anybody, there's, there's so much what you, you need to buy. There's, there's tools, there's classes, there's certificates. And do we, do people just get caught up in it? because it worked for them. So they think, oh yeah, you know, this certificate, I'm an angel communicator and, you know, now I'm going to teach it because, you know, that's what we do and you're going to have results like I did. And so then you can only talk to angels if you have your credentials, you have a certificate. And, and that could be the same thing with Reiki, any kind of healing, tarot, you know, any kind of intuitive work. It just, it just meshes so much that I just, it, it's, it's, I feel like it's so sad that Back in the, back in the day, it would have been you had a mentor and you worked with that person. You didn't need like Heather said a lot of the pomp and circumstances. You had one on one. You had study. You had practice. Yeah. And you did. You know, you kind of just sticks. You had a deck of playing cards. You know, I mean, it it the the skill, the work, 
the intention was basic and now there's so much stuff all around it. It gets lost. You know, what, what's your goal? And you may get off your beaten path because you start thinking you need something, you know, extra. I, I think it's because we're so used to looking outside of ourselves mm-hmm. and that True. we yeah. need to go and search and seek outside of ourselves. And in actuality, we just need to go within because everything is within. That's very, very true. I agree with that. And I I mean, I'm one who likes to learn the rules because I know eventually I'm not going to follow them. But I do like to learn them because there is some form there, right? I don't like to reinvent the wheel. If something's been around for 18, 20,000 years, I want to learn it because there's a reason it's still around. Um, And there are negatives to the old way of having the mentor and, you know, that it was also bad habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but all that to say, I think that for me, cause I love being in classes and whatnot and I kind of learned to get rid of that, but um, not get rid of it, but keep it in check. I know for me, whatever new certificate I'm going for is not going to make me feel more confident once I get used to seeing that certificate on my wall. So it's not the certificate, it's the feeling that maybe, and I think maybe the listeners can kind of do an inventory for themselves is, am I wanting this because there are some new techniques that seem interesting and I would like to incorporate that into what I do? Or am I feeling insecure? And I feel like I'm going to be super secure once I have this certificate. Chances are, no, you'll know more, but you will be just as nervous when that first client walks through the door as you would be with one certificate on the wall or 10 certificates on the wall. Certainly don't oversell yourself, especially if you're healing. If you're you're going to be a healer, you don't want to oversell yourself because people are coming to you and there's the expectation that you can support their need. But if you've taken the classes and you've studied or you have an instinct for it, maybe you're not unqualified. Maybe you're just unconfident. Yeah, that's yeah. probably a good point. It's like you say, why ask yourself, why are you taking this class? You know, is, is it about if you want to learn tarot, you take a class right. to learn how to read. Yeah. Meet now, people. Right. Absolutely. Now, if you find yourself doing that and then continuing to try to get, oh, but this teacher has this many students, this teacher, you know, studied in another country, then what are you pursuing? What what are you looking for? Uh, are you looking for some kind of excellence or some kind of lineage that you think is going to be better? Perfection. Um, right. Same thing with, with healing. You know, how many levels do you need? How many degrees do you need? Uh, intuitive work, right? How many schools must you go to? It all comes down to, right, that self-worth, that confidence. And it's just about the experience. I mean, that's, I agree. That's why I like classes. I just like learning with people. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. fun. Um, it brings out, uh, you know, something in me, but my pursuit in classes, I realized was trying to, to find a validation that just doesn't exist in classes. You know, I mean, I'm never going to find that outside. I have to find it within. So I, I really finally got that for me. I just kept thinking there was something else I could possibly learn that would give me that validation. That validation could not be bought yeah. could not be mm-hmm. found anywhere. Um, and that when I really, really sat with that and understood it, then it really 
it, it almost took the joy out of the class because I saw I was pursuing it for results that weren't the same as for fun, for experience, right? Wherever you go, there you are. So, yeah. mm. you know, you're going to yeah. be the same person. I don't like taking like workshops or classes or whatnot, because I'm always thinking like, what if this teacher has been taught like in the old way of doing things, like things are changing so much nowadays. I, you, I don't want to learn their bad habits or their old misconceptions. So I know for me, it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> and then, you know, what's the fun thing is, is that it reminds me of all these certificates. I remember, I remember, cause I'm a, Karuna Reiki master, holy fire, like the whole, the whole thing, like number three, whatever. So, so I remember I was with, um, one of the ladies I was with, she's a psychic and she says, she, she says, spirit says enough already. You don't have to be taking any more of these enough. And I was like, sorry, well, I wasn't going to take the class, but it was offered for free. So I took it like enough already i'm like okay how to get the message out out of you yeah i hear you and that's you know and that's great however you get it. i remember actually you know one of our um fellow friends when i was looking at pursuing karuna and she just kind of just asked me and she was like, why why do you want it and it really had to think with it and i thought I really don't. I thought I had to because, you know, you and Heather and all that, you know, I thought I just had got to do it because everyone else did it. And I said, mm -hmm. I don't need it. And she's like, well, there's your answer. And I thought, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And that's the difference of it's one thing. If you want to do it, you want more to study, you want more mm -hmm. experience. Good. But if you're doing it again, because you think you have yeah. to, that's, that's not for the right reason. You know, you're just wasting your mm -hmm. time, money and and what does it mean in the end? You know, pursue what you want, pursue what brings you joy. And that's what I hope we're, we are here to, to share with people is, you know what, today it stops, stop comparing yourself, stop getting on that, that, you know, merry-go-round that, that constant uh, circle of, of trying to compete and be, pursue what brings you joy, have fun with it. And work so, on the feelings from within. You're yeah. pursuing this image of this ideal person you have because of a way it makes you feel. So really go to the root of what that is. How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel when you say you're a healer and you, or you walk into a room and you're a client, how do you want to feel? Not how is it going to look or how many, you know what I mean? Like really look at why you're pursuing this image or this person or whatnot. That's absolutely beautiful. Well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in today. And on that note, we hope you have a magical day. Thank you for listening to us on the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. Remember, when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the three intuitive healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast. 